The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chair. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening over at the Walt Disney World Resorts. It's Jeff and Nicole here with you. Hello. Happy Friday. Another Friday in the books. Another week in the books. We've made it. We done did it. We done did the thing. We made it through another week. Uh, did you make it? Are you here with me? Uh, fully mentally, probably no. No. <laughs> I mean, my brain is like oatmeal right now, literally. Yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm just so tired. I know. You've been like really sleepy. Really tired here the last couple of weeks. I don't know about sleepy, but yeah, just like run down. J- yeah, run down mm-hmm. and I need a vacation. Yeah. I, I, think, I really think that's what it, it all boils down to. And I'm not just talking just... Yeah, the Disney vacation. I'm not saying that. I just need a vacation. Right. From everything. Yeah. You know, even if it's a a stay-at-home vacation. Are they called those a sleepcation? Yeah, something like that. I just need to not have to deal with certain things. I just need to not. For like like (laughs) a week. I just have to not, yeah. I kind of like that. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm very tired. Because as we know, a Disney vacation is not uh, not a relaxing vacation. Well, I mean, it can be. It can be. It, it depends on be. how you tackle it is, you know, the whole thing. If it's on a cruise, then you really got to learn how to relax. We were watching yeah. a video of a cruise last night, our friend Michael on The Wish, and I was like, man, I just want to be. Like, he was um, out oh, on yeah. the deck watching the sunset, and I was like, that's where I want to be. That was what you said. It's like, I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be there. Would I go on a cruise tomorrow? Absolutely. I, and and the last time I felt rested was when we got off our cruise last yes, year. I, I, that was the last time I felt rested. That's the most relaxing vacation I've ever been on in my entire life. Like, I, it was just so... It forced you to relax, and I enjoyed being unplugged. Um, it was just awesome. And as, as I'm watching that video last night... Uh, I'm thinking to myself, you know, they were doing dinner at Arendelle and and everything else, and and I, I just kind of went, I don't really need a Disney cruise right now, Mm-mm. like the just in your face overload of all Disney. I don't need that right now. No, I need disconnect and quiet. Right. That's that, and and I think that's why I don't need a Disney cruise right I need now. 
yeah. sun and sand and a drink in my hand. Not e- I, it's not even that. Type of cruise. It's literally just disconnect. Yeah, I really Like enjoyed, we had last like, time. We didn't yeah. have the internet package. We had service for one day. Or no, do we have service or Wi-Fi? Either way, when we were in Cozumel, we got to like... Well, yeah, we had uh, we had Wi-Fi that day. Yeah. Yeah. We just checked in with, you know, our dog sitter and our families. And yeah. we had some family members that were like ill at the time. Just kind of like checking in on everybody. Um, and then we got to get back on the ship. And do you remember when we got back on the ship in Cozumel, my phone kept working? Oh, yeah, I do remember And that. I was yeah, like yeah. upset. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> well, see, that's the crazy thing about it is that we had Wi-Fi that day. And I just don't. I didn't check my phone that much because I didn't want to. Right. We just checked in with everyone. Yeah. And that was it. I didn't care what was going on on social media. I didn't care what was going on at the parks. That was the best part about it. So it was just so mentally relaxing. So I'm definitely looking forward to booking another one uh, sooner rather than later. Who knows? Maybe we'll find like a really good discount, something really soon or something yeah that would be nice that'd be cool yeah it would be you've got a little r&r coming up here in a couple weeks i don't know if it's gonna be r&r but i I will be in a disney theme park yeah she'll be she'll be out of disneyland i will be at the end of the month yeah um i get to see my family and i get to go to disneyland and i'm excited for it i'm here with the dogs i again i just want you to go to disneyland so bad well, Disney said no to me being able to come. <laughs> just Disney flat out said no. Just for this. You know, they're like, we don't want Jeff there. That's not what they said. Yeah. They said, we don't want anybody. They found out, who, who, who are you married to? No, he's not coming. <laughs> not he's him. not coming. Yeah. Not him. Yeah. He's too critical. <laughs> we don't want that guy. <laughs> Crazy. That's not what they said. They said, nobody. <laughs> I'm going down for um, a training event with Disney travel professionals so it it's not going to be all day every day hanging out in the parks doing whatever i want um there's going to be some some structure behind it so um but i'm excited and and i'll definitely be posting about it all over social media so all over all over but we have news this week we do we had some a little bit of news last week and then this week was like quite well not a lot of news but big news right um and so when you put it all together, we have a whole show for you this week. So very exciting. Mother's Day is this weekend. And if you are going to be at Disney or Mother's Day, there's a couple places in Disney Springs that will be celebrating with you. There's going to be a Mother's Day luau over at Morimoto Asia. They're going to have their annual luau on Mother's Day, that May the 14th at noon. They're going to have food, entertainment, and festivals of a traditional Hawaiian party that'll immerse you in Asian Pacific culture. Maria and Enzo's is going to be open on Mother's Day, and they'll be serving their Sicilian cuisine, uh, Sicilian cuisine inspired brunch menu that'll be from 11:30 to 3:30. Then over at Haleo, they'll be open for brunch as well. They said they welcome guests to explore, discover, and share the vibrant spirit and flavors of Spain with their brunch menu. So if you are celebrating Mother's Day and you need a reservation, there's many places at Disney that have um, Mother's Day brunch menus, but those specifically in Disney Springs all sound lovely. What? No cu- cupcakes? Not, not on this menu. Not that oh, I saw. Okay. All right. No. Good enough. Um, I was shocked to see that the 
the Luau at Morimoto. Um, the tickets start at $150. When they say Luau, it's not like Luau. Like. So it says, be immersed in Asian Pacific culture with Hawaiian-inspired poke and sushi bar. Okay. Food trucks with famous garlic shrimp, okay. Morimoto-style um, ribs, a roasted pig, an assortment of desserts, Plus, enjoy performances by a live band and hula dancers and a strolling ukulele player. Um, uh, tropical cocktails for an, are available for an upcharge. Tickets are limited and can be purchased on the restaurant website. And they said tickets start at $150. I know it's not the same thing, but and I know I never got to do it. But that already makes me miss the Polynesian. Yeah, the Luau. Luau. Yeah. Oh. Which, I mean, I understand why they they got rid of it and, you know, new DVC building and everything, but kind of, but that's why you go to Hawaii. Right, where you go to Alani. Yeah, exactly. That's what, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's the, get, get the real feel of it. Real feel. Yeah. That's definitely on our bucket list. Again, like relaxing, you know, type of, type of trip. So, yeah. Um, Disney Vacation Club Moonlight Magic shared some dates and some registration details for upcoming events. There was an event last night at Hollywood Studios, and there will be another on September 13th. The early registration is available to guests with a resort reservation that falls during the Moonlight Magic dates, but they also have general registration, which um, has the availability that's kind of left over for guests that don't have a resort reservation but would still like to attend the Moonlight Magic events so Hollywood Studios will be September 13th and the general registration for that will open August 31st Animal Kingdom will be July 2nd or sorry July 11th and August 2nd early registration will be on June the 14th and general registration will open June 21st for the July 11th event in July 19th for the August 2nd event. And there will also be two nights of Moonlight Magic over at Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. They will be May the 23rd and August the 23rd, which we were just talking about because that's Jeff's birthday. Early registration um, was April the 26th and general registration opens May 11th for the May 23rd event and August 9th for the August august 23rd event so it's not super far in advance but um if you're able to get a spot you might be able to just you know pop down for the event so that's two different things going on from a birthday right because there's the after after hours hours. yeah Yeah. for epcot and then this yeah that's kind of cool that's to do something that's very nice yeah and then my last bit of news we talked about last week was the earnings call this week um and kind of the big pieces of news that came out of it were that Disney Plus and Hulu are going to be combining into one app. That will be interesting. And then the other piece of news came from um, Bob Iger being asked about these lawsuits um, against the state of Florida and against the board and just kind of all that's happened. And, you know, we try and keep you informed in information that affects your trips to the parks so that's why we haven't like told you every little bit of information every little update every (laughs) little like gripe and moan on either side right because at this point it's not affecting your trips in the parks right so but 
I did want to read you. It is it is long, but <clears throat> I did want to read you what Iger's quote was. Um, somebody just kind of asked him like his opinions and, and his feelings and just kind of what was going on from Disney's point of view. Um, and so I wanted to read that for you here at the end of my new segment because I thought that you know, we, we always see Disney as this corporation and they are um, and usually their answers to things are very corporate, very robot, very cookie cutter but um, this answer from Bob Iger was just not that. It was just very to the point. It was um, curt and just um, there was just no beating around the bush of like what Disney's intentions are and um I it was it was a, a, a different side to see so I wanted to share that with you guys because we thought that it was it was something different and um I wanted to share it with you so he said regarding Florida I have a few things I want to say first of all I think that the case we filed last month made our position and the facts very clear and that is really that this is about one thing and one thing only and that is retaliating against us for taking a position about pending legislation we believe that in us taking the position we are merely exercising our right to free speech and this is not about special privileges or a level playing field or disney in any way using its leverage around the state of florida but since there's been a lot said about special districts and the arrangement that we have i want to set the record straight on that too there are about 2,000 special districts in florida most are established to foster investor development and we were one of them we basically made it easier for us and others by the way, we do business in Florida and we built a business that employs, as we've said before, over 75,000 people and attracts tens of millions of people to the state. So while it's easy to say that Reedy Creek Special District that was established for us over 50 years benefit us, benefited us, it is misleading to not also consider how much Disney benefits the state of Florida. And we are also, we are not the only company operating a special district. I mentioned of those 2,000 that one is the Daytona Speedway. So do the Villages, which is a permanent retirement community, and there are countless others. So the goal here is, if the goal, he said, if the goal is leveling the playing field in a uniform application of the law or government oversight of special districts needs to occur, then it needs to be applied to all special districts. There's also a false narrative that we've been fighting to protect tax breaks as part of this. But in fact, we are the largest taxpayer in Central Florida, paying over $1.1 billion in state and local taxes last year alone. We pay more taxes, specifically more real estate taxes, as a result of being in a special district. And we all know that there was no concerted effort to do anything to dismantle what was once called the Reedy Creek Special District until we spoke out about the legislation. So this is plainly a matter of retaliation while the rest of Florida special districts continue operating as they were. I think it's also important for us to say that our primary goal has always been to be able to continue to do exactly what we've been doing here, which is investing in Florida. We are proud of the tourism industry that we've created and we want to continue delivering the best possible experience for guests going forward. We never wanted and we certainly never expected to be in the position of having to defend our business interests in federal court, particularly having such a terrific relationship with the state as we have for more than 50 years. As I mentioned on the shareholder call, we have a huge opportunity to continue to invest in Florida. I noted that our plans are to invest $17 billion over the next 10 years, which is what the state should want us to do. 
we operate responsibly, we pay our fair share of taxes, we employ thousands of people, and by the way, we pay them above the minimum wage, substantially above the minimum wage dictated by the state of Florida. We also provide them great benefits and a free education. So I'm going to finish what is obviously kind of a long answer by asking one question. Does the state want us to invest or employ more or not? That was how the call ended. So I'm, I'm glad he got to say his piece and I'm glad we got the not frou-frou corporate like <laughs> PR written answer. I'm sure like obviously I'm sure there's plenty of of coaching and um, on, on both sides, but uh, to see him have a platform to speak um, directly to people. So that was nice. It's a very interesting. I will say that it is um, it struck me as it's not the type of statement we generally see. So, well, for one, Iger's not putting his foot in his mouth mm-hmm. by saying things that, uh, you know, incriminating. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just don't think Chapek would have said something like this. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to think about that. Um, this this would all be in a entirely different type of situation if he were still the CEO of the company. And I don't think it would be handled the way it should. Yeah. And the way Iger is doing it. But, I mean, it's, it, this has gone as far now as to, and I saw the headline earlier, mm-hmm. that... Uh, the state of Florida, the governor, signed a bill that mandates the state inspections of Walt Disney World monorails. Do you remember when I was telling you about this over the weekend? Yeah. That it it just specifically lists, essentially lists out Walt Disney World. Yeah. It, it says, um, like, something about the mode of transportation, and it's only within a special district, but only within a special district that operates within two different counties which Walt Disney World does. Like it 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 names Disney without naming Disney. Yeah, it narrowed yeah. it all the way down to the only mode of transportation that qualified was the Walt Disney World monorail. Now, I'm I'm all for safety. Right. Oh, yes. 100% I'm all for safety. So, if 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 part of this bill makes the monorails safer, mm-hmm. and causes Disney to make certain decisions that they probably should have made years ago concerning the the monorail system. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Then I think that is a good thing. Right. The inspection of the beams, the rails, everything else, it just Mm -hmm. makes the monorails safer. Right. But at the same time, think about the impact the closure of the monorail system would have on Walt Disney World if the state of Florida found it necessary to do so. Out of whatever reason whether if whether it's continuing what the state of Florida is doing right now or if it actually is unsafe right and that's my that's my yeah. concern yeah is that they would use i mean but the the hope is that you know there's no like unjust way to to use this against disney and it's all in theory in the name of safety yeah pretty much and it's not like the monorails weren't inspected. They were just... Oh, they were, yeah, inspected consistently house. all the time. Yeah. Uh, Disney has always made th- made sure things are safe uh, for guests to get on. Well, and we've seen them be shut down before. Exactly. Yeah, right? we have. So um, they, you know that they, they take it seriously. So hopefully this just is just, uh, it just happens to be right now. And it's something that leads to 
safety and maybe new monorails. TBD. And my hope is that this entire situation between the state of Florida and Disney Mm -hmm. does not derail some of the future plans that Disney has for Walt Disney World. Right. Um, Specifically, you know, some of these blue sky ideas that we saw at the D23 Expo. Right. And which have, you know, the, the rumors have gained a little bit more traction in the last few months with them talking about this new area expanding in the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. What's going on between Disney and the state of Florida could derail that for a significant amount of time when it comes to being able to build on the property. Right. The way that they want to. Exactly. Yeah. So... This it's just amazing how many different ways this affects the Disney company, but also again, and this is why we continuously keep talking about this. It affects you, right? Going it, to the parks, going to the parks, mm-hmm. staying at the resorts, the price that you pay for resorts, the price that you pay for food, the small businesses that you like to you know go and visit at Disney Springs, different mm-hmm. things like so many different things down the line can impact you. Right. And so with your statement, not your statement, but with Bob Iger's statement. Right. Uh, I, I sincerely hope that somebody's light bulb goes off in someone's head <laughs> as to Disney's trying to do the right thing here. They want to work with the state of Florida. They want to be partners with the state of Florida. State of Florida is just really making it difficult. Well, that's right what now. they said. They you know? said, you know, we've had a fantastic relationship with yeah. the state for over 50 years. So, yeah. I, <sighs> I hope it's resolved uh, smoothly and yeah. quickly. And it's going to get ugly. Move on with the uh, improvements to the parks. It's going to get ugly, unfortunately. If, if, if. How crowded do you think the bus system would be? If monorails got shut down. Yeah, they'd have to do extra buses. Think of the lines to get around. How? But I will say this. Uber and um, Lyft oh, drivers. Minivans. And minivans would, would definitely become more um, used mm-hmm. than what they are now. And, and especially the Uber and Lyft drivers will be loving it. Can you imagine you if know? parking was full? Oh, like, gosh. If you tried to go to the Magic Kingdom and parking was full, that would blow my mind. Yeah, that would that that would be kind of crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I don't think no, I don't think I've ever seen that either. No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, we've never been to the park on Christmas Day or nope. New Year's Eve nope. or anything like that. Mm-mm. So don't want to go. <laughs> I would assume that it would be then. It's too many people for me. It's just too many people. Um, and then as far as you know, the uh, future plans that Disney has for for Walt Disney World. I may not be totally on board with all the ideas that they have right now, but I don't want them derailed. Because of legal battles with the state of Florida. Yeah. I want Disney to have a reason to bring more people to the parks and give us new experiences. The state of Florida is going to keep Disney from doing that. I don't want that. Right. So, so, goodness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Well, aside from that... um, The statement that Bob Iger made, you know, the things going on for Mother's Day. There is more great news to get to. Um, oh, yeah. That came out this week that we're going to talk about after the break right here on DW60. Enhance your Epcot International Food Festivals 
with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures and pricing, create your to-do list, add reviews, read ratings and reviews from other foodies, and even chat with other users. There's a lot to taste and experience at all the Epcot food festivals. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Are you looking to relive your Disney Resort stay? Watch the Disney Resort TV channel 24 hours a day with high resolution images and graphics and the most accurate times that are updated daily. Check it out at srsounds.com forward slash today channel. Since intrigue your memories, whether it's a walk down Main Street or soaring high in the sky. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks, we love to magically scent your home. From Grand Lobbies to Pop Century or wherever you call home. MagicallyScented.com Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next Magically Scented order. Enhance your Epcot International Food Festivals with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures and pricing, create your to-do list, add reviews, read ratings and reviews from other foodies, and even chat with other users. There's a lot to taste and experience at all the Epcot food festivals. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Do you love all things Disney? Then why not consider joining the Sorcerer Radio Discord? Here we talk about all things Disney, from Disney Plus to the Disney parks, as well as news, announcements, games, competitions, and a whole lot more. We have discussion rooms dedicated to each of our stations and hosted shows, and you'll often find the host chatting along with you, the listener. Check it out at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Jeff and Nicole, DW60 Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Love the music. Love the switch up. Hey, just throw something in there every now and then. Is that music from the grid? <laughs> it's pretty close, yeah. Right? That's what it reminds me of. You could think that, yeah. You could throw this on the uh, exit area of Tron over there in the Magic Kingdom if you wanted to, I think. Yeah, yeah nobody would know. No. Yeah. Like, oh, this sounds great. Want to talk about one of our sponsors here on Sorcerer Radio? Three Cheeky Chicks. MagicallyScented.com. You want your house to smell like a Disney park? Like Pirates of the Caribbean or the Grand Floridian? What's one of our other favorites from That's, that? The, the Grand Lobby is my favorite. The Grand Lobby is your favorite? Yeah. yeah we also liked uh, <laughs> Soarin'. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, a good one. And then I think Beer Garden was another good one. Yes. It smells yes. like grapefruit beer. 
There is even a scent called Sorcerer Radio. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yes. Pirate Water. Uh, the Love Graveyard. It. Love it. Those are all good ones. Rome Burning. Check out three cheeky chicks, magically sent com, and get your melts for your home today. Or get them for work if you want. Mm-hmm. Have your office smell like a Disney park, too. But check them out. Magically com, one of our great sponsors here on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. All right. So let's get to the really, really, really big news this week. Yeah. Really good stuff. This, this is, I feel like it's been an eternity since we were able to talk about this and and feel confident that it was actually happening. Right. It's been a long time. It's been... Been a long time, been a long time. Like three years. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Some of this stuff. Yeah, some of this stuff's like, you know, three years. Um, so there are five updates coming to Walt Disney World in 2024. And Disney says that this is going to make your visit easier. They said, we recently made several updates to add more value and flexibility to your visits. This was one of the, a good one that I loved, including bringing back complimentary overnight self-parking at Disney resorts, hotels. Bless it. Bless it. Thank you. <laughs> that was one of just the craziest ideas of why I need to pay for parking when I'm already paying stay at the hotel. I feel like that was the beginning of the downward slide. When oh, it was all money, money, money. It was just the worst. You're like, why? <laughs> there was no point. And people say, well, other people or other hotels are doing it. Other resorts are. You don't have to be like everybody else. Well, and the thing you is, know, like, that was a thing. It felt very nickel and dime because I did. just increased my room rate by twelve dollars or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would never like know. that. Like, I'm staying at a deluxe resort. I'm paying $1,700 a night. <laughs> Why do I have to pay? Oh, yeah, that'd be me at the front you desk. You know, like, for parking. Is the 1700 a night not enough? Come on. I mean, jeez. Uh, also, adding attraction photos taken in the park on the day of your visit to uh, Disney with the Genie Plus service. Uh, they say, you know what? We've continued to listen to our guests. And they've got more exciting updates. So check this out. This is a lot of fun. One, removing theme park reservation requirements for date-based tickets. Starting with park visits on January 9th, such a random date. Theme park reservations will no longer be required for date-based tickets. Tell them what date-based tickets are. So date-based tickets are, um, you know, single-day tickets or... Multi-day tickets where you select the first date of use, right? When you're when you're purchasing them, because we know that the pricing for Disney Park tickets is what's called dynamic pricing, where it changes based on the day, right? Every day is a different price, right? And so you select the first day of your tickets, and when you do that, that is a date-based ticket. So, like I said, single-day tickets, multi-day tickets. Um, tickets as part of a package. If you book, that's going to be mo- majority of people when you um, book a Disney vacation package, which is your resort room and your tickets together. Um, that is going to be included in no longer needing park reservations. Tickets that are not included or not date-based tickets are, for example, annual passes, cast member passes, uh, main gate passes, tickets that are booked as part of like a sports package. If you're there 
as like a, you know, a cheer competition or, um, you know, peewee sports or something like that that's going over uh, on over at Wide World of Sports. Those are going to be things that are not considered date-based, but this is just all the more reason to book a vacation package with Disney is, you know, because this, you know, beginning January 9th of 2024, those date-based tickets will no longer need park reservations. And what I thought was really funny... Oh, sorry. I thought you were telling me to keep going. It's like, no, I want the short version. <laughs> you know? I thought he said keep going, and I was like, no, right, I was I like, can, you know, okay, I can draw this out. <laughs> no, I don't need it to draw it out. That pretty much sums it up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Majority of people will not need reservations. Okay. All right. Number two, good to go days. And you're going, what is a good to go day? It's a good to go day. Uh, days when annual pass holders and cast members will not need a theme park reservation. Here's the kick. All right. While theme park reservations will continue to be required for select admission types in 2024, we plan to offer select days on which our annual pass holders and cast members may visit Walt Disney World theme parks without needing a park reservation. Good to go days may vary by park and park and pass blockout dates and capacity limitations continue to apply like they do today. So the, the prevailing rumor with this is that most days will be good to go days and that the, the days that annual pass holders and cast members will continue to need park reservations are going to be peak seasons. Spring sure. break, yeah. Christmas, 4th of July, holiday weekends, New right. Year's, Thanksgiving, stuff like that. So that's the, that's the rumor. We don't know that that's the case. Um, but I do know that these are replacing the bonus reservations that pass holders get now. Not the most ideal thing that annual pass holders wanted to hear. Kona's not very happy about it. She's an <laughs> annual pass holder, and she's like, what the heck? Honorary. Yeah. Um, I, I think annual pass holders, I think your day is coming. Yes. Down the line, I think your day is coming. But they still have to, and, and I know this is not what they're doing, but they still need to do crowd control in some form or fashion. I don't think if you were to lift park reservations on annual pass holders that the parks would be overflowing all of a sudden. I don't think that's the case. I still think they're just doing a little crowd control. This is towards the tail end of it, which nobody thought this was going to happen. Nobody ever guessed that finally Disney was going to get rid of park reservations because Josh tomorrow said this is here to stay for a while. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking, oh, gosh, this is just going to be the norm from now on. That's how he's talking. Talking. I think Bob Iger had some influence in this. Probably looking at all the statistics and everything else. I think he probably had some influence on this. All right. Number three. Kona, I know you're excited about this. I, I get it. A lot of people are very excited about this because they get hungry at Walt Disney World. But number three, Disney dining plans are coming back. Woo! Disney Resort Hotel guests who purchase a vacation package starting with stays beginning on January the 9th will have the option to add the Disney Quick Service Dining Plan or the Disney Dining Plan. Please explain this to them. So the Quick Service Dining Plan and the Disney Dining Plan are now going to be the only two options. Previously, there was like four dining plan options. Now you're going to have two. Right. Quick Service Dining Plan is going to have two quick service meals one snack per day per person per night of your stay 
and your refillable mug, which are, those are coming back. And I'm really excited about those. Or, you know, they're going to be included in the dining package right. like they were. Um, you can still buy them now. And then the, the Disney dining plan, which is the other option, is the standard Disney dining plan that most people were used to, where you have one quick service meal, one table service meal, and one snack per guest three years and older per night of your stay. And, you know, you can use them. You could do two table service meals one day and two quick service meals the other day. Yeah. You know, you could do, um, you can use your snack as a Starbucks. You can do all <laughs> kinds of stuff. You could save up your snacks and take a bunch of stuff home. You know, the credits roll over. Food and wine festival. Yes, but you are <laughs> allocated a certain number of quick service, table service, and snacks per the length of your stay. So... A lot of people have said within the last few days as this has come back out that the Disney Dining Plan really isn't all that great of a deal. Well, the Disney Dining Plan is as good as what you make it. Mm -hmm. Meaning, when you're getting something on the dining plan, don't just get the burger. If you go to a sit-down restaurant, get the steak. It doesn't matter. Well, and you got to know yourself too. So like we wouldn't typically eat enough food for a dining plan, but it's not because we don't want to. It's because it's expensive, right? Right, right? So when we have the dining plan, we'll do a sit down meal every day. You know, we'll go get breakfast or lunch and stop our day every day. Like we just wouldn't do it normally. And so, you know, most people might or some people might say, well, I don't usually do that. So it's not right for me. But if you had paid for it in advance, would you? Also, I was going to go on to say, this comes down to also your planning portion of your meals at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. When you're making those dining reservations, look at the menus. See what appeals to you. Get the most bang for your buck on the Disney dining plan, and that makes it worth it. And then you go back and you look and you say, I spent this much for the dining plan, but I would have spent this much for the food that I got. That is what makes it worth it. And the experiences of the different dishes that you get to enjoy mm-hmm. that you won't, wouldn't normally order makes it worth it. So don't just write off the dining plan right off the bat. Yeah. Especially if you're a brand new vacationer to Walt Disney World. Really look at it. Yeah. Really look at the menus. The information we don't have yet is the price. Yeah. Um, we will know at the end of the month. Okay, so number three, Disney Dining Plan. Mm-hmm. Number four. This one, I just, I still don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> More park time for Disney Resort Hotel guests. Early theme park entry for all Disney Resort Hotel guests and extended evening hours for guests staying at Disney Deluxe Resort Hotels and Disney Deluxe Villas will continue through 2024, valid theme park admission and resort ID required. This is not what people have been asking for. No. So this is Disney where you're wrong. People want extra magic hours to go back to the way they were before. Extra magic hours. Yeah. (laughs) If you are a Disney resort guest, you either get in one hour prior to park opening or up to three hours after the park initially closes for all resort guests. Yeah, that's how it used to be. That's how it used to be. That's what we want to come back. We don't want this. 
Sure, I mean, people saying the, the, the luxe resorts and the villas and everything, they're like, yeah. It is It is a benefit. It is a, definitely a benefit. But I still think that everybody should benefit from this. It's not as crowded as you think with all the resort people there. Most of them go to their hotel. They're tired. Small children. Want to go to bed. I got to give my feet some rest because I just walked 12 miles at Epcot today. Yeah. You know, I, it, I, that's the thing. Lastly, number five, plan ahead with Disney Genie Plus service. We are working on ways to help guests plan D- Disney Genie Plus service and individual lightning lane selections before their visit so they can spend more time with friends and family in the park. Explain this. So we don't, we don't quite know yet, but what it sounds like is that Disney is working on ways for you to make some of your Genie Plus selections or your individual Lightning Lane selections before your visit. So we don't know if that's going to be like it was with FastPass Plus and you can make them months in advance right. or you know if you're going to be able to make them a week in advance. But what this sounds like is you're not, you probably still can, but you don't have to get up at 7 a.m. That's what I was going to say. I don't have to get up. You don't, I don't have want to. to get up. Yeah. And I, I'm, this is probably the A number one thing. The dining plan is fantastic. The park reservations are fantastic. Steps in the right direction. Glad to see things, you know, returning to normal. The earth is healing, right? But this is something that makes me go, they're listening. They are. They are. They are. In, in some ways, they are listening, yeah. And it also made me think, so they do hear us, right? And so all the things that, you know, people have complained and complained and complained about kind for a of, long time. Kind of, yeah. They hear yeah. that too and they haven't done yeah. anything. But this is a step, right? This is this is a fantastic step in the right direction. We'll know more information as we get closer to 2024. But I'm glad to see them taking people's um, experiences into account and, and making adjustments as they move forward. Yeah. Two things that they missed. They missed number six and they missed number seven. Mm-hmm. Number six park hopping yes i think that's coming next that has to be coming very soon yeah they missed that one park hopping needs to return back to what it used to be if you're going to take away park reservations then why do we need the park hopping you know procedure the way it is right now we don't need it anymore let people park hop the way they want to that's number six for me Mm -hmm. number seven for me Mm mm-hmm where is my Walt Disney World nighttime parade? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They hear us Where is about that? certain things. I mean, come on. People want this to happen. Disney, please give us a nighttime parade. I'd, please. Molly, gee whiz. <sighs> but all in all, five things. People very, very excited about it. I think it makes people want to go back to Walt Disney World starting in January thing is if you want to book this you can't book it until may 31st of this month the end of this month 2024 bookings open very exciting i'm hoping you're going to be very busy Mm -hmm. i hope you're going to be very very busy yeah usually it's like a mad rush yeah I, i i really do you may want to take that day off yeah just so you can you know be busy but all in all, uh, it's very exciting. A lot of this stuff is probably should have happened earlier than now, but it is here. And we've only got X amount of time to wait until more of the normalcy returns to Walt Disney World. We're not quite there, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Baby steps. 
even smaller than baby steps, it seems mm-hmm. at times. Okay. One other thing that I did want to mention, um, you know, Nicole and I love cups. We do be loving a good cup. Okay. We love a good coffee cup. We love a good water bottle. We love, oh gosh. Especially if it comes from a thrift store. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole found a couple of 25th anniversary uh, glass, uh, Disney glasses uh, for Disney World uh, at a thrift store the other day. But, you know, every time we go to like Marshalls or TJ Maxx and, you know, thrift stores, we're always looking at water bottles and because and, we don't we don't need any more, but we love them. Mm-hmm. So when Cork, uh, Corksicle ended up doing this, you know, partnership with Disney, both of us kind of got excited, you know, because they've got, you know, Disney themed bottles and tumblers and all this other stuff. But there really was never just a location to go to to get all this stuff. It was always, you know, one here, one there, one theme to this, one theme to that. Well, you just couldn't go anywhere. Right. Thankfully, the first ever uh, Corksicle retail location has opened up over at Disney Springs. Uh, it's right over there by Paddlefish. We love it. We know that spot very, very well. Um, the prices that are at this booth, it's not an actual store. I will tell you this. It is a booth. Corksicle has a booth there at Disney Springs. I would have been happier with a store, more selections, but that's okay. Um, it's right outside Paddlefish. They're in the landing. Like I said, prices seem comparable to what they have on their online website and other you know, products that could be found around the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, there's also a 10% discount available to Walt Disney World annual pass holders. Uh, Mickey and Minnie, Marvel, and other inspired products are among the selections if you're going to go to Corksicle. They have um, a new um, a Buzz cup and a Woody cup. They do. Yeah. There is a... Um, I don't know if it's like a uh, a sling bag, yeah, it's or like a crossbody bag, yeah, like a, yeah, something. But it has Mickey ears on it, mm-hmm. and you can put your water bottle on the inside of it, and it just looks really cool. Yeah, and then it has a pocket, like a whole. Yeah, I saw. I showed you. I think um, somebody was talking about all the stuff they could fit in the bag, and he fit a whole Nintendo Switch in that pocket. In a, like a whole Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so there's no a kidding. pocket for the bottle, and then there's a zip oh. pocket on the back for your stuff. Your no wallet, kidding. Keys, whatever. He wow. put a whole Nintendo Switch in there. That's pretty good size. So you know how I feel about bags. I know, I know. Just as bad as cups. Yeah, it's just as bad. I mean, I. <laughs> I think worse. It's horrible sometimes. The obsession I have with backpacks, and. Like duffel luggage, bags, yeah, duffel luggage. bags and luggage and everything. Every time we go to a store, I'm always looking at bags and luggage. Do I need it? No. Do I need another cup? No. But I love them. <laughs> I can't help it. So I'm I'm extremely excited to check out this booth for Corksicle at Disney Springs and uh, maybe go eat paddlefish while we're here. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, do how many? Corksicle items do you think we have? Uh, probably Couple? four or five, yeah. I want to say more than that. Well, no, I want to say less. Yeah. I would. I think we might have like maybe three or four then. I know okay. for sure at least three, I think. Not enough. No, it's not enough. Never enough. No, no, it's not. All right. That pretty much covers all of my news. I think I, I, think I covered it all. Got it all? Yeah. I think so. I don't want to talk about the uh, two people that got banned at Walt Disney World because it was just dumb things. Was it? I didn't see it. One of them was assault. Oh, yeah. That's pretty dumb. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. And another one was 
I think somebody was pushing around some elderly people. <gasps> you know, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, tough. You I'm don't not, need to give them any more attention. I, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about you. I just don't want to talk about you. So, instead of talking about those people, uh, we are going to do some birthdays. You ready? Birthdays. Want to do birthdays? Yeah. All right, let's do some birthdays. Here we go. say it's your birthday today they say it's your birthday today or sometime this week what's our birthday message this week what do we hey, got hey jeff and nicole hey hello now my last email was a little long so this time i'm going to keep it relatively short i want to wish our youngest daughter sailor a happy first birthday she spent about two weeks in the hospital when she was born and and has had some diagnosis since then with her eyes. But she is a trooper. She loves the mushroom soup at Storybook Dining. Oh, yeah. Okay. She loves the characters at Tusker House. Good choice. And she likes writing anything as long as she is attached to her dad. Dads are important. Please give her fireworks or sparkles or something. We can do that. I don't have fireworks. No, we got sparkles. I got sparkles. Every little yeah. girl loves sparkles. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. She has he says, happy birthday. Your mommy and daddy and big sister love you so much. He said, thanks, guys. That is from Seth in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, so uh, fantastic things that she loves. You get that, of love course. It. You get heck that heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. You get those sparkles, too. Sparkles! Tusker it. House. What a great place to eat. So good. So very good. Very, very good. All right, we got one more birthday shout out to do. It says, hi, Nicole and Jeff. Hello. Hello. Please give a shout out to my husband, Joseph, for his 63rd birthday. All right. Please let him know how loved he is and how we are looking forward to our family's Disneyland and sea vacation. Love you both. Love listening to the show. And that is from Maria. Land and sea? Love it. This is the way. Oh, my goodness gracious. You are so lucky. Ah. <sighs> So okay. you, you get that ding, yeah. You get Thank that. You. Heck yeah. Uh, you get them sparkles too. Woo-hoo. Happy 63rd birthday to Joseph. I hope you have a fantastic time on your vacation. If you have a, vac- a, a birthday or anniversary or anything, you want to do a shout out here on the show for somebody, uh, let us know. Send us an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com. You can also leave us a message or send a text message. To our number, 408-909-DW60. That's 408-909-3960. So for everybody out there celebrating a birthday, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Mickey, I love birthdays. Me too. (laughs) And guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Dear Donald, ready everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. That's the news. And thanks for stopping by. And that brings us to the end of our show. We want to thank everybody for checking out DW60 this week. Whether you're watching us right now on Instagram Live, you're listening to us on Sorcerer Radio, or you're listening to us via the podcast. We thank you for your support, everything that you do. 
If you need to get in contact with us, here's how. You can find us on Facebook, the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. You can shoot us an email, like Jeff said, DW60 at srsounds.com. Or you can send us a text message, leave us a voicemail, or text us a voice memo to 408-909-3960, which is 408-909-DW60. You can chat with us live on Friday mornings when the show airs on Sorcerer Radio over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord. And you can get some behind the scenes and bonus episodes and help support the show on the DW60 Patreon. So plenty of ways to hang out and interact with us. Replay of the show happens tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for your Sorcerer Radio listeners. Also available on demand via the Sorcerer Radio app. Which you can download for Android and Apple devices. Do I give them a, a hint or a a teaser on the thing we've been talking about this past week? No, I don't know. Not yet. Not yet? Okay. All right. I'll just give you... No, I'm not even going to do that. Yeah. No teasers today. Not maybe, today. Maybe next week. Yeah. Ne- maybe next week. We'll talk to Patreon about it. I'll say Patreon will get it first. Yeah, they'll get it first. All right. <laughs> Oh, DW60's Music Row coming up for you SR listeners. We are celebrating Asian Pacific Islanders. Yeah, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's a long one, yeah. Right, so, so all of that. think about Moana, Mulan, Turning Red, Big Hero 6, Raya, Lilo and Stitch. Lots of, of stuff. Yeah. Tons of stuff, tons of fun music, um, paying homage to Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Sound good. Stick around for it. Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. And we hope that you have a magical day.